Episode 46. Are you keeping score? This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And we've got a fun podcast planned tonight talking about keeping score, but there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of communication this week, yeah. a, lot, a lot of things to share with you guys and to, uh, to talk about our week. It's yep. been, one, been of good. The, one of those crazy busy weeks. Yep. And before we even get to that, I just wanted to say that we have a about 20 soft cover books still available. We got a new interior that we're going to be launching out here in the the new year. So we want to get these ones out of here so we can buy some new ones. And because of that, we are going to discount these down to $10 a piece. You just need to go into the website, purchase one, put in blowout as the coupon code and you get it for 10 bucks plus shipping. So please pick those up if you've been waiting or maybe as a gift for Christmas. What a great holiday gift for your girlfriends or guy friends. Or couple friends. There you go. <laughs> so I just wanted I think to get that out. You covered everybody with that: yeah. girlfriends, guy friends, couple friends. Hey, even those who are going to be getting married. I think mm-hmm. I think those who are engaged should be reading this and newlyweds as well. Because wow, think about all of us who've been married for years. If we would have had this advice early on, or at least just the knowledge that maybe some of these things might happen, and so when it did, you weren't like. Where did this come from? Right. You know, just because I think still, you know, if you're engaged or you're newlyweds, you're like, this is never going to happen to us. Really? Right. We we live in this beautiful little bubble and life is going to be so (laughs) perfect for the rest, you know, for us. And, you know, bad things happen to those other people. They have problems, not us. And so to, you know, read a real couple's story of, you know what, life happens and marriages can be downright difficult. And so to know that you're not alone when all of a sudden that does happen. Um, I agree. It's a gift that you can give this holiday season from Tony and Elisa. Yeah. So, yay. So a little plug there for the book. So and what's our week? What's our week? I was gone a lot this weekend with lots of jewelry parties. So you were holding you down were. the fort. Um, mm-hmm. And then last week, last week our children went through a growth spurt. Yeah, we had a difficult week. It seemed like with the kids, we were we were struggling numerous times throughout the week, and I don't know if any of you can relate to this at times, but holy cow, it seems like everything I would say or Elisa would say would just go in one ear and out the other, and turmoil was constantly existent in our household. And then all of a sudden, I think it was Thursday night, mm-hmm. and Big A, Alex, he polished off about four plates of food and uh, yeah, he little had like a. the whole kitchen sitting in front of him it looked like yeah and then little a she she went to town too and we just know with our kids when we see that there's a growth spurt that just happened and they were they were out of sorts and they needed to just get back on and that's how they get back on of course we never realize it until that final day <laughs> Or the day before the final yeah. day when all of a sudden they've just got plates of food in front of them. Where we look at each other and we're like, oh, 
yeah. this whole week. It's just been a growth spurt because they don't get really hungry until like the last day or two. Right. We just have moodiness. And then the last day or two of the growth spurt, they're hungry. And then we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, great. The last yeah. few days of craziness have all been <laughs> physiological. Yay, us. <laughs> Crazy kids. We need to start writing down what we do during the week so we remember. We do. Well, what else did you do? Oh, I recorded a video with you. That was that workout video. Right. Yeah, that was like pulling teeth. <laughs> I, I'm getting Elisa out of her comfort zone at times. Little by little. As often as she talks and as much as we talk about intimacy and sex, there, there are still times when Elisa is still does not want to be in this realm. And I sometimes just pull her into it. And she does it because she loves me. So I am on the final stages of the Fit Marriage Thrive 90 workout videos and I wanted to do one of them with Elisa, which she didn't really want to do, but I dragged her into it and she did a wonderful job. So for those of you who do end up jumping on board and uh, picking up Thrive 90 in December when we launch it, you'll see her on our first video. She'll be on Core Blast Phase 1. A, a it's, a cameo. <laughs> it's a cameo it's a cameo it's a killer appearance. workout i mean i i made it through but i was gritting my teeth <laughs> trying <laughs> to smile for the camera you know remembering that people You're are sharing actually all our secrets over here i'm just letting them know it's a great workout it is but it it oh, i, I was can, definitely gritting my teeth <laughs> you're, you're sweating but uh, that's oh. the greatest thing the camera doesn't catch all that yeah well that's good because i was like <laughs> <laughs> so we did that and uh what else happened? Oh, we also, um, well, prior to that, we had the conversation because Tony also wants to get pictures done. Right. And uh, another thing. So one of my goals, I believe in having goals every year and fitness goals for me are one of those things that I just, I put out there. Not so much with cycling anymore. I just, cycling is just cycling and I'll throw out goals. And this year I have a, a goal to do a, a century in under five hours. I'll, 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 I'll shoot for a, a flat one, but, one of my big goals, I'm 37 and I've never really gone after a six pack abs ever in my life. I don't think I even had them in high school when I was on the football team and training there. So it's been one of my goals this off season to go after my six pack abs and I'm almost there and, and, and pretty much all of it I've done with my program and then just adding in my own little things here and there. And so one of the things that Lisa and I have talked about early on was getting a professional model photographer, which we have not found yet. And so if there's anyone in San Diego who is listening and you, and you do model photography, like good, because I want these to be good. Um, let us know. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just laughing because you're, you're so specific. You, as long as you're good. Because well, I want to see your portfolio because well, I want, because if I'm going to be taking pictures like in my bathing suit okay, of so my six pack abs and Here, everything, here's the catch I the want, wife. I want them. Here's the other thing though. Should I shave my chest or not? That's don't roll your eyes. This is a question I have because I don't have like enough chest hair and it looks sort of goofy. So I think if I shave it, it'll be shiny like my legs. I do shave my legs. He does shave his legs. And, and Tony and, has great legs. And Elisa has asked, oh, all right, wait, well, I have great legs. Are you saying I don't have a great chest and abs? No, I just, the, the whole idea of you shaving your chest just completely freaks me out. 
Is it because when it starts growing back and we're like having sex and it like rubs on your chest? No, I just... I, think, I could wax it. I think it's going to look weird. No. How How does how does it look weird? Because I've always known you with hair on you your chest. Always know, you always knew me with hair on my legs before I got... Before yes, I but shaved that was them. your legs. That was a much more... Na- For me, that was a much more natural thing to have you shave. Like it just... I'm like, okay. I, Women know, don't have hair on their chest. Physiologically. that That's biology. That's not because they're waxing or shaving. I think I'm going to shave it. Uh, it's just, it's one of those things. I think I'm going to shave it. So anyhow, Tony wants to get these pictures taken. Let's go back to the first part of your... <laughs> I'm not really sure how we got into waxing your chest, but... Um, so that's and, one of, that's one of my... And so he ones. wants me to... He wants me to take these pictures with him and I'm not to the point where I'm comfortable with this. And so this was a big discussion, of course, the night before he wants me to film this workout video with him. So there's a little bit of tension last mm-hmm. week because, you know, he wants me to get out of my comfort zone. And it's, you know, women, I think a lot of you can relate to this. No matter how good your body looks, there's still kind of that like I'm taking pictures and people are going to be looking at my body. And we women are a little harsh on other women's bodies. And that's, that's kind of a big deal. Okay. Bueller. <laughs> I, I'm just letting you know. I, I just I, think for where we are in our marriage, in our lives, I don't care what anybody says about me. I'm not me. taking these pictures. You're not planning on just having these pictures be between the two of us though. No, my pictures are probably going to go up on my website. Oh. I didn't say yours had to go up on the website. Well, then I don't necessarily know why I need to have my pictures taken. Because I think before and after pictures are great to have. We have before pictures. Oh, we're not talking about those. <laughs> we're not talking about before pictures. You're talking like college? No, the no. before pictures. Oh, the, yeah, those. Yeah, the cheesy ones. All right. Well, I'm just saying, I think it would be fun. So this has been a bit of discussion. I'm not there yet. I still got, I just got that little bit left that I need to, to burn off and I, I'm almost there. Okay. You get working on that. I will. All right. I know you will. You're very determined. Yeah. Very determined. It's, it's my off season, so. Got to have something to occupy your time. Yeah. Took the kids to see uh, Megamind this weekend. Took kids to see Megamind this weekend. That was a good movie. Please go out and see it. Support the franchise. The DreamWorks franchise. My my younger brother works there and uh, worked on Megamind mm-hmm. as well as everything up to what? Uh, Mary Maddie. Tr- Mary Madagascar was Mary Madagascar the first. That's when he his name started his being credits. in the credits. Yeah. So if you if you ever sit through Megamind, you look through and you go through all the credits. My you young, have to wait till pretty much the film yeah. stops rolling. <laughs> my younger brother is Paul, and uh, very uh, supportive and proud of all that he does over there. Great movie. I would definitely go see it. Kids had a blast, and it was just me and the kids because Elise was doing all her stuff. So I was doing a lot of daddy duty this weekend. Uh-huh. Um, not saying it was the best because there were times when I failed miserably. So sounds like a mother. Mm-hmm. There was some time this week though, where I just feel like lately, and I don't know if you guys feel this way too. And I'm so, so happy and blessed that Elise and I have our intimacy lifestyle and that we've been doing it for so long because in the recent months, I mean, we've just been buried in a lot of stuff mm-hmm. be it family be it alisa doing her leah sophia stuff doing our podcast the one stuff forward motion the dent dude my full-time gig which 
picked up again like gangbuster the first of November. And it just seems like we haven't been as, uh, we haven't connected as much uh, sexually at times, you know, I mean, these, the lovemaking sessions that we've had in the past, uh, compared to what we're having now seem sort of lackluster, but I am happy that we have our intimacy lifestyle because I really believe if we didn't have it, we wouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that every single time you make love, it's going to be, you know, fireworks going off. It's still good. But um, I'm just going through, just through a time period. And and I'm just sharing that with you guys because if you're out there thinking, oh man, we could never do that intimacy lifestyle, you know, two times a week seems so daunting. I, I would almost say if you're not doing it, you're missing out mm-hmm. because life is going to happen. And when life happens, I know, and Elisa knows from experience, sex tends to be the last thing on the list. Yeah. First thing to go last, last thing to make you know, the priorities. And, and it's true. I mean, I wasn't feeling well. Uh, so Tony's got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And last week we hadn't done anything Sunday, Monday, Tuesday comes around and I'm not feeling well. Yeah, what was that? I, I just I th- I thought maybe it was the start of like a urinary tract infection or something right. like that, and I just I wasn't. I'm like, mm, no sex tonight, and you know. So there's Tony's three days gone. gone. But again, that's me just waiting to the last moment again. And uh, and that's been happening more and more so recently. So then I think Wednesday or Thursday, we did have you know I initiate we did have sex. I think you would even actually initiate it then. And then mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to travel. And so it was one of those things too, where, you know, I'm like, okay, well I'm going to be gone on my days. And so this morning, you know, I crawled back into bed after comforting Abby and it's still early. God bless the time change. And, uh, I initiated sex with Tony because in the back of my mind was going, okay, we've got a podcast, you know, Sunday night I had a jewelry show Monday night. We're podcasting Tuesday. I've got to get ready for my trip. Wednesday, you're gone. I'm Thursday, gone. Friday, Saturday, the, Sunday. You know, and so it's like if I don't do something now, right? When are we going to make love this week? Right. And and if it wasn't part of our lifestyle, it, it just wouldn't happen. I'd be like, yeah, I'm crawling back into bed. So consider it. Think about it. You guys know we talk about it a lot, and and just just think about, it, especially during this time of season. I mean, we're getting into November. We are into November. We're getting into Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year. And I'll tell you, this time of year, it's hectic. Mm-hmm. A lot of crap just, you know, with family and kids and this and that. We we tend to, and I hear it a lot, oh, I'm busy, I'm doing this, and oh, I'm busy, I'm doing that. And we tend to lose sight on what's important, and that's our marriage. You know, it's all this running around and hoopla stuff, and really our marriages start to suffer a bit. And especially when you have in-laws in towns or outlaws in towns or friends and family and this person coming in and that, and it's all fine and dandy. Don't get me wrong. Elisa and I host a huge Thanksgiving here and we invite all our friends and family. We, we love it. But at the same time, we don't let that overtake what's really important between she and I, mm-hmm. because we know if we don't, if we do do that, Oh, sparks can fly between us and we can have a horrible Thanksgiving. So I'd rather just have a good one personally. Sounds good. 
Sounds good to you. I know. I need to start planning. All of a sudden it dawned on me that I just have a couple of weeks. Yeah. Before uh before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving. So yeah. just just think about that. And you know, we're gonna get into a lot of the feedback we got from last week. Yeah. And we're gonna start off with hold on, I'm looking for Tim. Many of you know Tim Wilson, fantastic listener and supporter of one from the early days. Tim is one of those guys that I'm serious. I think it was probably like episode five or six. I remember him shooting me off an email going, Hey Tony, one of your links is broken. And so Tim's been around for a long time. And what he says, um, we, we listen to because we, we just enjoy his feedback. It's pretty long. Tim is long winded. And, uh, he always mentions that. And if I pause it a couple of times, we may just pause to talk about what he is uh, discussing here. So here's goes Tim. Hey, Tony and Lisa, this is Tim Wilson from Atlanta area. Hoping I can get all this in before you guys cut me off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, I'll just jump right into it. Um, first things, uh, if you know anything about me, if you well, not if you know anything about me, it sounds kind of bad. If you may recall, I'm a runner, and listening to today's podcast, I just have to say, yeah, it's awesome that you guys got out together and did the 5K together. Um, that's that's just awesome. Congrats! And way to do it, even though it was raining. Um, uh, it's good to hear. Yeah, I, both my daughters run, and I run, and my. My son runs a little bit, and my wife keeps saying that she thinks she's going to get shoes for Christmas. Um, oh, yes. Trying to get her to run, but one of these days she will. Um, also, it's good to hear that things are going better with the, the, um, the dentist appointment and stuff like Thank that. You. It's good to know that you're going to be able to get back to business soon, too. <laughs> um, on a not-so-great note, I guess, is is mentioning about that caller, the anonymous caller. Um, I, I have to say, and I guess this is being brutally honest, that when I first saw that subject line come across my reader, I was kind of shocked at the choice of uh, a subject, um, for lack of better terms, title for the podcast. Now, after listening to 39 um of the episodes that, you know, I jumped right in there and listened to it, and I just wanted to hear what was going on, what it was about, and everything else. I kind of gathered by the subject what it was about, but, yeah, and I'm not offended, but I was taken aback just a little bit. Now, um, I agree with pretty much everything you said about him. You know, if he's going to call anonymously and not listen to it or anything else like that, how dare he call and criticize it? Um, I, he has nothing to stand on as far as I'm concerned. However, um, I'll just say the tough words here and say, you know, if if you're trying to reach people that may or may not have a good opinion of something like that, that may not be the best type of subject to put out there if you want listeners. I know you've got plenty of listeners, but you always want more listeners. I, mean, I write a blog and... I got lots of readers, but I always would like to have more readers. Um, and, you know, you're trying to spread the word. And you, I, I guess what I'm saying is for somebody like him to, to be offended, you may never get somebody like him to listen when he may need it. And I don't suggest that you change it. I just suggest you think that through before... Naming it. 
All right, Tim got cut off. There's another one here from <laughs> Tim. So before before we go into that one, I just want to I, I would like to respond because here is a case in point. Tim has been listening to us from way early on. So I take to heart and Elisa takes to heart what Tim has to say to us. We really do. And, and, and Tim, we thank you. And, um, we appreciate the, uh, accolades for the 5k. Tim is going to be running a marathon here, I think in the next week or so. Mm. Um, so hats off to you. Yeah. So, and, and I've given this a lot of thought because this came in, gosh, a, a day or so after last week's podcast. When I sort of went off on the anonymous caller, that wasn't very Christ-like of me. Mm-hmm. Not, not one bit. And I will take responsibility for my actions there. When it comes to what you guys hear each and every week, I will not water it down. I will not hold back. And I will not change for a listener. Because you come to us to hear the truth, to hear about a couple who has gone through crap, has survived, and can look at life and our marriage and go, we are having the best time ever. And by watering down our message to get maybe one, two, a handful of listeners isn't worth it to me. It just... It just isn't the, the emails that Elisa and I receive that say, God bless you because you did, you said this and it triggered me to realize how I've been acting, acting towards my wife or my husband Mm -hmm. made all the difference. And then we'll get an email back a couple of weeks later and say, I did what you told me to do. I brought up this conversation or this, this area that's been, affecting us and we are talking it through and it's awesome. And then two weeks later we'll get another email and it'll say, you know what? You saved our marriage. So for me, I, I don't, I want listeners. Oh, by all means, we want, we want people to hear our message and we want it to be heard all over the world like it is, but I'm just not going to back down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, this is uh, you guys uh, and Tim, you've said this out, you know, after 39 message or 39 podcasts, you're like, well, not so sure about the title, but I'm going to jump right in. And, you know, we are who we are. And uh, Tony and I could not change who we are any more than I could change the color of the sky. And we're not going to we're not going to change our message. We do take to heart what you said about the title and it's possible going forth that when we, you know, sit down and discuss titles, we may have a little more conversation about how it's going to react. But we also wanted people to stand up. There are so many couples out there where the children are put first in the marriage and they're destroying the marriage. And the kids are not destroying the marriage. The spouses that are allowing those children to be in first place. I, I put it back on the adults. I don't think the kids are responsible for destroying the marriage. I, I, I really do think the parents who have given the children control are ultimately, you know. Yes. I, no, yeah. Okay. I, I the way you're looking I, at me. Ju- no, no. I'm just saying it's destroying. Right. It's that destroying, dynamic is destroying, destroying the, marriage. the marriage. And so sometimes 
And you guys know this because you've heard us talk about pornography. You have heard us talk about finances. You know we're going to be up in your face. And we're going to tell you, you know what? You need to change what you're doing in your marriage if you want to have a change in your marriage. (laughs) You can't make change and keep doing the same thing. Well, isn't, isn't that one quote, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting something different? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I know there are some of you out there listening going, well, you know what? That's not me. Maybe it's not. But maybe it's your girlfriend who can't figure out why her marriage is falling apart because, you know, she makes sure that the kids have every need that they have, you know, every need of the kids is met first. And her husband's sitting at the bottom of the totem pole going, gosh, leftovers. Lovely. Or the guy that makes sure that his son is in every athletic event and doesn't have time for his wife. Same thing. Yep. So sometimes you're going to see messages come across. You're going to see a title come across going, what the heck are they talking about? Well, for those of you that have been listening long enough, I applaud you and appreciate the fact that you click play on your podcast or your iTunes or on your computer, wherever you're going, going, okay, they're up to something this week. Let's listen and see what it is. Right. Because you guys know where we're coming from. And you know, you know, we're not here swearing up and down, uh, you know, the podcast. It's not profanity laced. It's not explicit. We're a husband and a wife talking about husband and wife things and how to make your marriages better. And so just appreciate those of you that have been listening. Um, If this is your first podcast, you're probably going, what the heck was in that podcast? I need to go back and listen to that one. Um, so that was episode 40 was screw the kids. Mm-hmm. This is our marriage. And then 45 was, we had an anonymous caller, but, uh, Tim, Tim is, it is wonderful. <laughs> I we love, love hearing from Tim because he Tim. shoots straight with us. He does. And, and, and he always gets cut off. So we, we got to finish Tim here. So here goes Tim again. I knew I was going to get cut off. <laughs> uh, you know, me being wordy of mouth, but I guess it's that Google Voice can it got limits or something, or the fact that I'm calling from a Google Voice account means that it may have limits. Anyway, I'm going to continue talking to get cut off again. I, I just wanted to say you may just want to think that through when you're naming them, and you know you may or may not like this opinion, but that's fine. You're, uh, and I won't take any offense to that. So I do have to kind of add a few things about. Well, you know, about that podcast, I, I was going to call about that podcast or send an email about that podcast for other reasons, and I'll still get around to that one of these days. But um, yeah, I just appreciate what you guys do, and keep your head up even when you get that type of, um, those type of negative comments and comments from me. And it's been a while since I've called, so I guess I have to call and kind of bug you a little bit. That's always appreciated. I know there's something more I wanted to say, but I can't recall right now. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, get a third call from me today. Take care. Bye. So I will let everybody know Tim didn't call us a third time that day. No. Um, but I'm going to tell Tim, I love you, dude. Really. You are the person, the individual who makes the One Extraordinary podcast what it is. It, it is. Because you come here, you listen, you give us straightforward feedback. And, and dude, I love you. I, I do, and I appreciate what you're saying. And no no hard feelings. Because, again, when it comes from somebody 
that I know has been listening is a trusted voice. I, I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't get riled up. It's when it's from somebody out of nowhere who has nothing to say other than it's a bad title. So enough of that. It, it's over. It's done. And I'm sure we'll have many more as the years go on and the episodes go on. Makes for good conversation. It does. And, but we have much, much more to talk about. I want to give a shout out to Juliet in Melbourne, Australia. Juliet uh, touched base with us recently and she was listening to, I forget which podcast it is, where we talk about our marriage retreats and there is nothing in the Melbourne area that she could find that wasn't all, that wasn't hokey, I guess is a good word. I mean, she's looking for something sort of hip and fun and something that Elise and I talk about when we go to our marriage retreats. So um, pray for Juliet. Her and her husband, Jeff, are looking to start something there in Melbourne. And man, would that just be awesome. I think it would just be We'd so, come. We would definitely come. <laughs> and, and check out their church. Their church is rad. It's called enjoychurch.com.au. I mean, this place is rocking. So, Juliet, it, whenever you get that up or if you need anything from us, you just let us know because we would love to hang out in Australia and be a part of a fantastic marriage weekend for folks out there. So enough playing catch up. Let's uh, let's dig into, are you keeping score? Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is getting into that point system. Kind of the unwritten one that we all seem to score in our head or keep in our heads. It's that, well, I did this. So now you owe me, you know, I cleaned the bathroom. So now you owe me two nights out with the kids or I cleaned the kitchen. So now you owe me um, picking up the clothes off the floor and taking out the garbage. Mm-hmm. So often. And, and Tony and I used to do this all the time. Well, in this <laughs> this came to forefront this weekend when I put up a post on Facebook because I was seriously frustrated, frustrated with the amount of mess that was in our 1100 square foot place. It seemed that every turn there was a pile of something. And as many of you know, Elisa is a messy one when it comes to Elisa and I. So, Massive understatement. I I am just she she's a, a pile messy. she she piles stuff and it just piles and it piles and it just I'm not me a, nuts. but I do have to clarify I'm not a pack rat I am constantly no, getting rid of stuff I just are. have piles yes and, the, and then and they I drive move them me out. out they right. drive me nuts okay I just want to clarify so, I'm not a hoarder no you're not a hoarder by any stretch of the imagination but it's just things you know it, it's just things pile up and it just drives me nuts so I'm at a jewelry party. And, and I write, this is what I put in my status. I say, we live in an 1,100 square foot home and no kidding, every room is a mess. I need to get over wanting it clean. And then what do I do is I go about the house and I just start cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm doing about six loads of laundry. I'm trying to clean up the living room around the kids. I'm trying to clean up our room. I'm not really touching the kids room so much because I figure if they're going to, if they're going to want to do this, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm doing all this. Elisa better be, Elisa better be ready to do something on her end. And, and I, and I caught myself going, dude, what are you thinking? I mean, th- this marriage is a hundred, 100. I mean, we both put in time and right now I'm putting in time that 
Elisa just doesn't have time for. And it's not like she hasn't done anything in the future or in the past. It's just a, I was just going down a bad road. So I come home from my jewelry party. They're not home yet. Um, and so I'm just, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make dinner. I made this really nice dinner. And I'm like, oh, dinner's cooking. Let me just jump on Facebook. So I jump on Facebook and I see Tony's little post. And I think by that time, Saturday night, he probably had seven or eight comments. And uh, Yeah, I grew to about 18 comments. Yeah, there's quite a lot of conversation on there. And I, I do have to say thank you to my father, Louis Torres, who uh, did bring in the whole genetic component to my messiness. And you know, my mother could have told you 16 years ago that you were in for this because I was the kid that would like push everything to one side of my bed, right? call the room clean. And then she'd walk around my bed and she said, well, you know, what is this? Uh, what I find interesting though, is that you're that way, but then you are hard on the kids when their rooms are a mess. It's like you jump on them, but then I can walk around into our closet and there is a pile where all your stuff, cause you like take the stuff off the hangers and you drop it on the floor. I can't even talk. I'm laughing so hard right now. <laughs> and it's so, true. I can't and stand so my in kids' my, so, being so for me, this is one of the big areas. That, that's, and, that's a lingering effect of my mother. <laughs> oh boy. I'm not going to go down that road. But <gasps> it's just, it's one of these areas where I, I honestly will do this. I will keep this little running tally. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if I'm doing this, then Elisa better be doing this. And so luckily I catch myself and I realize how many things Elisa does around this house for us. And I just go, you know what? This is, again, this is me being 100% involved in this marriage and in this family. And that means I got to do my part too. If you're in a marriage though, where this is continuously happening, you're digging and you're dipping into your spouse's bucket. I mean, big time. There, there is always going to be this contention between you guys in this competition that doesn't necessarily need to be there. And it's going to really hinder your intimacy. Mm-hmm. Because this isn't a game of football where somebody, one team wins at the end. There is no time limit here. This is sort of like forever. You know, when you read your vows, you know, till death do us part. You know, at the end, one of us croaks and the other one's still living. Wow. I'm just waiting to croak now, I guess. <laughs> one of us croaks. That, w- that was perhaps one of the most eloquent things you've ever said. Thank you very much. But it's not a game. It's not a football game where one team's going to win at the end of, you know, 60 minutes. Right. And I think this hampers a lot of our marriages because it really did for for us for many years. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those things where it's like, well, why do I have to do the dishes again? Well, and my comeback was, why do I have to watch the kids in the bathtub again? You know, it, it was, it always seemed it, to or, be that it, Or afternoon. for me would be like, well, now I have to read to them and I have to put them to bed. Right. And now it's, you know, and it was always this or this, well, now I have to do this because you're doing something else. Right. You know, and and it was bad. I mean, we'd get to dinner and it always seemed like for us, it was, it was you know, our witching hour was just that whole dinner, bedtime, bath time thing. Scenario. And yeah. it got ugly. Mm-hmm. 
you know, a few years ago, this was, this was a pretty ugly time in terms of how we related to one another. Cause it was all about who's got, you know, who's one up, mm-hmm. you know, well, if, if I did this and this and this, well then, you know, he better do this without any complaints. Cause I've got three to his one. Yeah. I've done my, I've done my deal. It's time for him to step up and, and you get into this adversarial relationship. It's not a, it's not a communication building exercise. It, it's, you know, your button heads about everything, whether it's who took the garbage out last week and whose turn it is to do it this week, or, you know, who's got to walk the dog or clean up the, you know, mow the lawn, whatever it is, everything's up for, everything's up for grabs. And it, it just, you stop sharing responsibilities. You stop saying we're a hundred percent into this, both of us. And that means that there are going to be times when I have the ability to do more for our household and you don't. So I'm going to have to pick up the slack. And I know that there are going to be times when those tables are reversed. Mm -hmm. And for those of you out there that are just going, well, geez, how did you guys do it? Elise and I have this weird sense and innate ability to just communicate to each other and just talk this stuff through and we just make it work. Not always very well. Not always very well. I mean, I, I quite honestly... I think what turned it around for us was the 60 days of sex because it was right. about two years ago right? when this was really bad. But I'm, I'm just saying we can talk this through and we can make it happen. We're not going to be, we're not going to bust out charts. Oh yeah. Okay. So invent diagrams and try to figure out how to little second grade math there. Uh, yeah. How to make this all work. But if, if, if that's how you and your spouse, you know, can communicate to each other, you may want to get a, a, a spreadsheet out. And figure out what are the activities around the house? What are the chores around the house that need to be done? Mm -hmm. And instead of complaining about it, look at what you enjoy doing. I mean, if you have this talent and this, this skill and this love for gardening and mowing your lawn... Well, don't make your spouse go do it because that's something you enjoy doing. Right. So t- take it and just and just do it and do the best you can at it. Um, when it comes to dishes and stuff, I don't think anybody comes up to the plate and goes, man, I love doing dishes. And if you are, man, more power to you. Would you move into our house, please? <laughs> I, 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 I do most of them, though, now. Well, and, 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 you and know, the, I have and heard. The, how do we work it out? I make dinner. It, that and this is the way it, it, it got worked out many many times because when the kids were younger and Elisa would be in the bathroom with them I would honestly would want to just chill and watch TV what I finally started realizing that nothing really happened until the dishes got done and so what I finally started realizing was like well while she's doing that the best way to fill her bucket is to like just do the dishes and I've come to just enjoy doing the dishes and I just, I just do them because I know the satisfaction it brings my wife. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, when we walk out of the, the kids' bedrooms after getting everybody to bed and you look over at the kitchen and, you know, as it is right now, I've got, we had macaroni and cheese for dinner. So there's a pot soaking from the homemade macaroni and cheese. But, you know, it becomes one of those things that you talk about. I mean, we're joking about this Facebook post this weekend. And quite honestly, I could have been really irritated. <laughs> my my first reaction was, wow, now I've got to clean the house because he put it up on Facebook. Uh, you weren't too pleased when I got home. I, I was a little like, oh, you, and I, I was a little miffed. Yeah. Um, you can say it. It's okay. Well, 
it's true. I was like, here I am. I'm at a jewelry party and my husband's posted on Facebook that I'm a complete slob. And it's true. I messed I didn't say you're a complete slob. Well, when you say that there's a mess in every room of our 1,100 square foot home, um, there's an implication that somebody is messy in the house. Yes. Okay. And if it's not you, that only leaves three other people and two of them are under five feet tall. So, mm, yeah. you know, process of elimination there. But the thing was, I didn't go overboard with my reaction either. No. I didn't, you know, he didn't walk in the door and I'm not, you know, I'm standing there with my arms crossed going, dude, seriously? You posted on Facebook? I mean, I could have been really harsh when you walked in the door. Oh, uh, yeah. And when you gave me that little look, I was like, oh, crap. I I, I did it. All right. Let's, let's talk this through. But then I was like, you know what? Let's just get the kids to bed. Then we'll deal with that. That was my initial thought. I, and, and we did. And I mean, it, it's actually kind of funny now. And, you know, I did Sunday morning. So I posted this on Saturday. And Sunday morning, I did clean the house. Everything with the bathrooms. I hate the bathrooms. Yeah, that's why we get we leave those on Abby's. Uh, she doesn't like to do them anymore either. <laughs> you notice she hasn't cleaned the bathrooms. So nobody in our house likes to clean the bathrooms. Go figure. Yeah, that's that's but true. It's become because so much of our relationship has become communication based. We've stopped keeping score because we talk through the issues. Mm-hmm. You know, if Tony's really peeved that the house is a mess all over. Okay. I, you know, maybe posting to Facebook first. But I, th- have, I think that got not, you to react. It, it totally I've, got said me it, to react. I've said it before. And if you don't do squat, it totally got me to react. Cause I knew it, it, somewhere, I don't know if it was you or somebody else posted that, you know, Oh, we can put this up on Facebook or we can put this up on the podcast. I'm like, great. So now I know what we're talking about this week. We're talking about how clean I keep my house. Um, so I did, I cleaned the house. It, it yeah. got me. It got me to move. It got. It, well, it Th- got, there are two things obviously it, what, that get the house cleaned. What? Your mother coming to visit. Yeah, which still just your mother coming to me. visit and obviously putting things up on Facebook. So whenever you want the house clean, just you know, either get your mom to come visit or she's your mother. I, I need to invite that lady down every week. She won't come. It's too far for her. I know. Nice it, it would be nice though. We'd have a cleaner house. Anyways, the the point is is that. You need to keep, you need to stop keeping score. Yeah. Start, start looking at your day-to-day activities. And for those of you who aren't sure what it is that really irks you, I would suggest carrying a journal with you or a pad of paper, not a journal per se, but a pad of paper for a couple days and write it down, write down those times when you're going, Oh, I did this for him. Or I did this for her. Mm-hmm. And write those write those items down because just like when Elisa and I start our podcast with our week and I and I mention, hey, we need to start writing down what we're doing during the week because we forget. It's the same thing that's going to happen for you guys at home. And so when you want to get to this conversation, you're going to forget probably what really irks you and it's going to come out wrong and then you're going to get all flustered because you don't know. And I think the best way to do it is today's Monday. And if you realize today you picked up after your spouse for the third time 
and you're starting to keep a point system in your mind going, okay, well, he or she needs to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. That's a good time to write it down. And, and, and maybe do this together for a week and, and keep it sort of a running thing. Here's Monday, here's Tuesday, here's Wednesday, so that you guys can talk together. Right. And get away from this me versus you mentality, this, you know, this sports, and I'm going to relay it back to sports because we always look at sports in our society of team A against team B. Winners and losers. You know, really, we're all on team A. And one is a quarterback sometimes and one's a receiver sometimes and vice versa. And it switches. And if we look at our marriages more as we are on the same team trying to help each other through and work together and take care of each other and nurture each other and our family and our kids, I think we get a lot more out of life. Mm. I think we get a lot more out of intimacy. Because really at that point in time, then don't we really get to enjoy all of this greatness that we have? Right. And not in the back of your mind, you're going, gosh, here's another point he gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's draining. It's draining and it's destructive. And you guys want better than that in your marriages. You wouldn't be listening to us if, if you weren't, you know, either tracking with us cause your marriage is good or, you know, you're like, Oh, I'm looking for a little something. You know, maybe this is the destructive habit that you can run with and, and say, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this. We're going to make this change in our marriage. And it could be something, you know, like 20 earlier, it could be something as easy as we're not doing what we're best suited to do. You know, maybe it's, you know, you've kind of delineated those household chores along gender lines or, you know, whatever your division of labor is. And, and maybe you need to evaluate that for your family and say, you know what, I want to do this. And so it bugs me when you do that. Cause I, you know, I think I can do that better. Well, by all means, if somebody really wants to do it, let them do it. Yeah. yeah but you know, that's, that's a toughie because I think sometimes someone can get in there and go, look at this is a way I want it done. The other spouse then continuously feels bad because that spouse never gives it up because they feel they can do it better. And that's where the friction then occurs. Yeah. But I, th- I think of it, you know, it's, it's going to be a source of friction one way or another. Well, again, that's why I'm saying write it down and, mm-hmm. and discuss it. And again, if you're writing it down and you guys come together at an end point, you're able to discuss that a little bit. You're able to bring it up in a very um, non-combative Well, it's, situation. A, it's another one of those times to have a state of your marriage. Discussions. Yeah. Discussion. You know, I was talking to a girlfriend about this this weekend and said, you know what? Cause she's, she's a new listener. And, uh, I said, you know, we talk about this. We talk about having a state of the marriage date nights and you know, very much it, it falls right into what we're talking about here. If you find that you've been keeping score, do what Tony said, keep a journal log, whatever you want to call it for a few days and then schedule one of those date nights 
and say, you know, remember the rules prior to date night. You discuss what the agenda is going to be. Not everything in detail, but this is, you know, it's kind of the, I want to discuss how we're, you know, kind of keep, it feels like we're keeping this point system in terms of I do things, you do things. And I'd like for us to sit down and talk about that. And you leave it at that because you've laid the agenda out there. You've given your spouse time to think about what you're going to be talking about. And so this way, when you sit down, you say, I've noticed that, you know, whether it's doing the dishes or mowing the lawn or taking the garbage out, it seems like we're going back and forth with, well, I already did that. Now it's your turn to do something. Mm -hmm. We need to figure out a system that's going to eliminate that from our marriage. Because I think you'd agree that that causes a lot of tension between the two of us. It's on an even keel. You're not being confrontational, but you're presenting your need to make your marriage better. And then follow that up with, after we discuss this, I would like to talk about the seven days of sex challenge. So that we can call in to Tony and Lisa's podcast and say, I did it. We did did it. it. Right. But there's a good, there's a good bonus to, for both of you to go after it. What? Sex, sex works all, works it all out. What? You know what? I, I, years ago, I would have laughed at that. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you have a good sex life, a lot of the other stuff does work itself out. I think it does. I, I, oh, okay, I you agree. Didn't say, you didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no. it seems to be working for us. And it, it seems, I mean, you even said at the beginning of the podcast, it's kept us, it's kept us connected when you know, we can look back historically and with as busy as we've been, mm-hmm. this is a time a couple of years ago that we would not have been having sex. No, not at all. You know, this would be one of those, eh, maybe we'll wait for our date night. Right. Maybe if we're not too tired or flipping channels on TV. Um, you know, and I've told, I've told lots of women that, you know, it's not, it's not a cure all. But it does make, it does take the sting out of a lot of things. If you are committed to making intimacy number one in your marriage, some of the other things aren't going to bug you as much. And it's possible that your physical needs are not being met. Or his, you know, it's possible that there are other uh, of the six types of intimacies that are not being met Mm -hmm. that are causing you to keep score. And you might find that out when you keep that journal. To say, okay, you know what? I, it, this is a problem. Be- and I realize that because, you know, maybe we're having financial difficulty. And so the finance, we're not talking about it, but it's there. And this all kind of revolves around, you know, money issues. Or maybe, maybe the physical aspect of your relationship is not there. And so you're, you know, doing this tit for tat thing because you're not close physically. Mm-hmm. You know, so... It is all interrelated. You know, when it comes up to the to the physical sexual intimacy, that that's a big one too that you really got to watch out for because I think that's what paralyzes a lot of us in our bedrooms is because one of us goes, "Well, I did that, and now I'm expecting this in return." Where instead of you both coming together and and going, "Let's let's do this so that we both enjoy the sexual experience." You know what I mean? It's one of those, I, I I gave oral, so I want it back in return. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where 
that if if I had that mentality, I, I would be disappointed. Ninety nine percent of the. I was time. gonna say yeah, I was gonna say nine out of ten. So that was ninety percent. Okay, I'll bump it up there for you. Okay, so but but you know what I'm saying, don't mm-hmm. you? I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a, that's it's a, a, it's another area where couples keep score mm-hmm. and sounds like a broken record guys. There can't be winners and losers in your marriage. It's not, it's not possible because if there is a winner and a loser, you don't have a marriage. Yeah. Cause it's getting broken down. You're destroying it. If you're playing winners and losers. So you need to decide if you're willing to put the scorecards down and come to the table a hundred percent, which is going to have give and take, you know, maybe it means that some days you're doing 110 because they've only got 90 to give. Right. Maybe another day you're, you're given 50 and they're doing 150, but you know what? That's called marriage and you've got to put the scorecards away. Right. There's just, there isn't time for it. There isn't the energy because you're spending so much energy doing that. You don't have energy to be close to your spouse. So you need to make a decision. Yeah, I agree. So for all you guys out there, if you're interested in strip down, remember type in below out, get the book for 10 bucks. We only have a limited quantity in stock. We just appreciate you guys joining us here each and every week and have a fantastic week and we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.